when I'm not busy running the greatest country in the world, I take time out of my day to listen to Finn and Joey's stats on the Houston Dynapon. Two funny guys, hilarious, and I'll be honest, they're handsome as hell too. the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second! Yes, he does! Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 to Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to another 15 Minutes with Finn. I'm your host, Finn, and these are our 15 Minutes. Post fourth consecutive clean sheet at home. Another victory at home. Three more points. We got 13 on the year. I think we're, what are we, top five or six, sixth place? Guys, let's, let's jump into this because that was, that was the testament to defensive fortitude last night. We created our chances more so once my boy Corey Baird got put on the wing and Sebastian Ferreira came in. Look, say what you want about Corey Baird, but he's played on the wing for about 50 minutes and he's got two assists. So, is he a striker? No, he's not the striker. He doesn't need to be. But, dude, on the wing, he makes things happen. Another assist to Daniel Starris. He leads the team in assists. Granted, we've only got two. But either way. So, the lineup came out. No surprises, right? Zero. Shouldn't be any. Ben sticks with his guys. And Ben sticks to what works. And right now, it's working. It's kind of working. It works in two out of three facets. The attacking facet really isn't there. But defensively and in the midfield, we're solid. I don't have any complaints. You know, we're going to get into the defensive performance last night. Uh, Daniel Starris, man of the match, but it, it could have been Ethan Bartlow. It could have been Tina Chedebe. It could have been Franco Escobar. It could have been Hector Herrera. It, it could have been anybody that wasn't up top. It could have been Coco. It could have been Artur, who is still phenomenal. But yeah, once we figure this offensive stuff out, which it's starting to. We are starting to figure it out because if you watched last night, that ball movement was quick. The movement off the ball was good. We crushed them in possession. We had the, I mean, I guess clear-cut chances. It was, it was pretty even. They hit the post twice, you know, lack of, lack of uh, communication. But either way, let's, let's go. So um, lineup-wise, let's talk about the ratings. Uh, man of the match for most people is going to be Daniel Starris. And deservedly so. He scored the game's only goal. Uh, a center back that deputized as a right back that made a run into the box and put it away with his weak foot. So he gets man of the match. Uh, Corey Baird, Hector Herrera, Franco Escobar all ended up thir- next after that. Escobar and Herrera were 7-9. Corey Baird, 7-7. Yvonne Franco, 7-5. Everybody was 7s and up, except Ethan Bartlow, which I, I didn't see that. Sebastian Freire graded out at a at a six as well. But no, man, there, there was no surprises at all. We, we, we pretty much know what we're going to see. Um, let's jump into it, man. It's shitty weather out. Now, in the, uh, the preview, right, in the preview podcast, we talked about turning home into a fortress. Last night, good attendance once again. I don't have the exact numbers, but I saw it on, uh, I saw it on the broadcast because I couldn't go. had all my kids. Good-looking amount of people there, man. It's got to be the new food. 
It's got to be the Bami's that cost $14. I don't care. I'm paying $14 for chicken curry at a Dynamo game. It makes us, uh, makes us cultured. But, yeah, good turnout. That was great. That's what we need. It is so important to get people out there. If you have an extra ticket, bring a friend. Uh, give it away. Offer it up to somebody that has never been to a game. Uh, take them. Explain it to them. Get them into it. Because once you get hooked into this game, it's, it's, it's all downhill, right? You, learn, you, you fall in love with teams like the Dynamo and Spurs, who are losing 5-0 at halftime. That was great. Uh, one thing I will say about Inter-Miami is Campana is good. I know Joey said he didn't rate that price tag. He's half the price of Sebastian Ferreira, and he's going to be just fine. He, he's a good player. I was, I was very impressed with him. Uh, not impressed with DeAndre Yedlin. Again, he's so right-footed. So right-footed. Very impressed with Ben Olsen's outfit. He was looking sharp in that cut, looking G'd up from the feet up. Ben looked good. Ben looked confident. I like Ben. I like him. Early on, Ben had us on the front foot, which we love to see free-flowing, attractive football. And that's we were, we're playing it now. We're not really taking a ton of shots, but we're making them count. And we're working the ball in the box. We're working the ball into the box. That's why we have four or five penalties this year. So one thing I looked for was the bench. I wanted to see Sviatchenko if he would make it onto the bench. He did not, but Brad Smith got on the bench. Chase Gasper got on the bench. I think we all know now that Brad Smith's going to play either left midfield or left back. This left back might be Chase Gasper's to lose once he comes in. Because you look at how, you look at how Steris is playing on the right back position. He brings that to the right center back. He's, out, he's outplayed Bartlow this year. And I said going into the year, I anticipated Steris being the starter. I, dude, we have so many options. It's wonderful. Uh, I would have I liked to see Gasper, I guess. Vanderkus was not on the bench, so he's obviously going to be stuck with Dose or he's injured. I didn't see him on the team, sheet, team report, though. But having these guys gives us the ability to keep Escobar on at right center back and slot in a real left back like Gaspar or Smith. We can go back five pretty fluidly. We have a lot of options because we have so much. You ready for this? Quality depth on our back line. Last year, it was like, fuck Tim Parker. <laughs> he's terrible. And it was like, teenage isn't being as good as he's being paid to be. This year, with a coach that preaches defense and shape and off-the-ball pressing, they've never looked better. Never. You know what? You know who looks good still? Steve Clark. He's still doing his thing. Good distribution. A couple of bonehead plays where the defense and him didn't talk, but that, that is on Steve. Overall, once again, it's like, Steve, where did you find this fountain of youth? I want to know. I can tell you this. I have never heard Ben Olsen talked about by announcers as much as I did last night. One of them, apparently, Ben was his coach. Or they went to coaching school together or whatever. He, he loves Ben. They love him. They say how he's a great guy. He's a wonderful person to have. He's changing the culture. He's successful. Nothing but praised. Nothing but praise for him from the announcers. And I'm going to tell you this. When we hire, granted, I've always been like, that's the right guy. I said it about Tab. I said it about Paulo. This guy's the right guy. They said last night he's the ninth winningest coach in MLS history. Ninth. He's only 45. Mark my words. Not only... Will Ben Olsen be the Dynamo coach for multiple seasons? Ben Olsen will go down. Ready for it? He will go down 
on the record sheet as a top five winningest coach in MLS. 100%, okay, 99% guarantee that. The only thing that stops him is if Pat and Ted pull the funding and he never gets another job again. But what he's doing right now, he's going to be a hot commodity. He is. He is going to be a hot commodity. People are going to look at him because he's doing a good job. And if this continues, this, this rate of points per match, I think we got 13 now through 10. That is in the playoff average. That's where you want to be. So first half, uh, it, was, it was kind of boring, but there were back and forth little shots. Not a lot of stuff going on. You know, a couple good opportunities. Baird had a couple good runs, but man, we're not finding him. And we're not finding him because he's, he's in the middle. And we'll get to that. Uh, second half, we came out and we high-pressed and we looked good. We looked really good. I was super excited because normally when we start a half, first or second, we don't look good. We look slow. We look flat. We look like we had a disappointing team talk from the old gaffer. But last night we came out, high press looked good, led to some quick turnovers, led to some quick opportunities early on. It looked, it looked better in the second half than the first half. Uh, teenage Debe, when he had to cover for Franco Escobar, he absolutely ate DeAndre Yedlin's lunch. Dude, he ate everybody's lunch. He turned every inner Miami player upside down, took their lunch money and their girlfriend. All of them. Check your pockets, Teenage. You got Campana in there. You got Joseph Martinez in there. You got a lot of guys in there. Pizarro. Teenage Adebe is having a very good season. And he's doing it very quietly. And here's another thing. He can score. He's like Daniel Steris. He, he can score goals. So he is a multi-faceted center back. Now, the announcers last night referred to Left-footed, left left-footed, left-sided center backs as unicorns. Well, guys, we got one. We might have two. You know, we got we got them. And uh, moving on. Sorry, my kid just ran in the room. Now I don't know how to do this. How to, how to get him to close the door? Uh, ball movement in the second half was phenomenal. I've never seen it that fast. Have to be a little more organized in the final third. Final third still leaves a lot to be desired, but it's early. We're coming together. We're gelling. We're getting guys back. We're getting people onto this team that weren't on this team before. It's looking good. I was very, very happy to see Sebastian Ferreira on at 62 and see Ivan Franco off. I thought Franco had a pretty good game for him. I was happy to see Sebastian get a chunk of time. Not only that, but guys, it moves Corey Baird to that right wing spot. And if you go back and you look statistically... At what Corey's done this season from the wing, there's been nobody who's as effective as him. Yeah, so Baird out there, his natural spot, good things are happening. Look at him. Two assists in, I think it's 45 minutes. Like one half, maybe one full match of time. He's got two assists out there at the right wing spot. I, I don't have any complaints. Uh, we looked better offensively with Sebastian in there because he is that number nine. He did have a couple good moves, right? He, he did look a little bit better in the press. He was getting around the pitch a little bit more. That's good. So I don't, I don't think he's out of the plans, guys. I think he's being integrated into the system. And I think the proof's in the pudding that when Corey's on the wing, we're better offensively. We are. So I thought that was a good substitution. I thought the timing was right. I also thought that Miami, after the first 10 minutes, had the better of the chances in the second half. Yes, we scored. But Miami had a lot of opportunities where they could have leveled 
or taken the lead. They, they couldn't capitalize. And that was one of the things that they were hit on uh, through one of these websites was their lack of finishing. Guess what weakness we had? Again, none. No weaknesses were found. Yeah, they're getting a ton of shots, but look at the amount of shots that are actually getting to Steve Clark. You look at, go back and look at the stat lines. People have gotten a lot of shots on us. How many have gotten through our defense? We are throwing our bodies out there. We are sacrificing our heads and our future. Ethan Bartlow put his head in front of two screamers. That, he's going to be punch drunk by the time he's 29 at this rate. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on concussion protocol. Knock on wood. I don't want to jinx him. But Miami had the better of the chances in the second half. I do like how they get the ball into those big guys. That's a solid game plan. The problem is they weren't able to put any in the net. They came close a lot. Coco Carrasquilla looked very good, I thought. He was smooth on the ball. He was doing this little thing where he brings the ball back, he rolls it back with his right foot, and he makes people miss every time. You know, He's definitely the one we rely on to create, and I would actually really like to see that fall to Amin Bossy because Bossy, I think, is better than Coco. I do. I think Bossy's better than Coco as a creator. I, I think most people would. But I think if we let Coco play the midfield on the right and Bossy create on the left, and we have Baird on the right, and we have Sevis in the middle, we have some pretty good stuff you know, going in. Uh, I'm hoping soon enough that we see Bossy, Sebas, and Baird. I think that's our front three. Maybe we put Steris at striker. I don't know. He's built like a tree, but he can score goals, can he? Put Steris up there at the nine. Just let him pound it home. He kicks the ball like a robot, but it, it goes in. My highlight was seeing Brad Smith get in. That was uh, huge. He was pacey. He got up in the air. God, he can get up. You see his hops? That boy can jump. Uh, I'm really excited, and things are looking very good with the reinforcements that we signed when we need to and this new U22 signing whose highlight video is up. Google it. Ibrahim Aliyue highlight video. We put one up, and you can see it on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and everything. But, dude, Brad Smith, uh, that, was, that was like my highlight. So, guys, Benny Ball, pragmatic approach, right? Look, for 10 years in D.C., he made the playoffs six times, and he wasn't exactly backed. He's being backed here. He's working with Pat Onstead. They're getting guys that fit his system. The way we block shots, we keep shape, and create opportunistic turnovers is absolutely brilliant. It's, it's not like anything that we've seen here in a long time. And guys, we're on, what are we, six months in to Ben Olsen? Imagine when he gets all this integrated and he gets all the pieces in that fit. I think the sky, the sky is the limit with this club. You're always going to worry about LAFC. We'll worry about all the other clubs that are shiny and new and have a lot of people. But we were shiny and new. And then we went to hibernation. And now we're back. Oh, man. Boys and girls. Time is up. the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second! Yes, he does! Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.